great day great day discovery house listeners this is dawn back with you aka dawn of the day want to wish you all a very happy new year thank you for all of the love and the and the um, comments and the support that you have given discovery house in 2019 it does not go unnoticed and i just want to say thank you thank you thank you i'm excited about what's to happen in 2020 today i want to talk about being intentional And first, I want to say that I don't knock anybody that makes New Year resolutions, because if that's what you do, that's what you do. Um, I don't make them for myself. Um, And so I make declarations to myself and I try to follow through. And I think sometimes, whether they're declarations or New Year's resolutions, at any rate, if you're not intentional, and that's what I want to talk about today, about being intentional every day and about every aspect of your life. If you're not intentional, typically around mid-February, maybe early March, uh, we'll start seeing people falling off and going back to the bad habits. And we know uh, bad habits um, are are hard to, um, to break, and it takes time, and it takes being intentional um, to see the triggers that, 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 um, that contribute to being bad habits. So you won't, um, repeat them, but, um, it's about making decisions when you're intentional, you about making the decision, making a decision to decide what you want and what you need and to go after it in a strategic way. Um, and also just making sure that you, um, know your role. And what I mean by that, uh, I know, let me use myself as an example and through this whole podcast, I'm going to always use myself personally as an example, you know, um, just the, the last, I think the last month with December, you know, um, I've been doing some, some, some deep soul searching about some things and taking inventory of my life and every part of my life. And, um, that's when I came with, I kept hearing being intentional, being intentional. You know, you, you're, you're intentional. You say you're intentional, but I just really want to make sure that I'm being intentional about everything in my life. And so I've been thinking about this thing, uh, for the last month or so or what have you and saying, okay, I know the word intentional and I know what I think that that means for me, but then I have to go into every nook and cranny of my life to make sure I'm intentional about the things that are against me that I know those triggers and I don't contribute to um, me not being my best self. And also just knowing my role. Um, I know for me, you know, my prayer is that I get, um, and that I keep whatever I have, let me just say this, the people that I do have in my life that are Mark II people, the people that's in Mark II in the Bible, um, you know, those type of friends, you know, when you are um, half dead or you sick or whatever else, and even though it's hard to get into the emergency room, they're going to find a way to get you in there to the point that they put a hole in the roof and drop that man down in there to get to Christ. And those are the type of people that I want on my front row of my life. And um, those are not always easy, and I'm just rebuilding my roles in my life. And I'm being intentional about that. And also just being intentional about the code that you live by. You know, being purposeful. The code is your character. You know, um, it's being um, the, the code that we live by is um, the respect and honor you have for yourself. Your self-care. Um, like I said, your character. And um, uh, watching which, who you are and what you're not. And there's certain things in your life. Those are boundaries that are non-negotiables. And a lot of time we play Russian roulette with uh, boundaries and we end up um, succumbing to some things that we didn't originally plan to. So when you're, an inten- you're intentional, you can see certain things because you're watching for it. And so I was thinking about Habakkuk 
it was talking about write the vision and make it plain. And I know that we live in a technology state and everything is on tablets and phones. But, you know, some things I'm going to stay old school. When I'm writing visions for my life, I like to use paper. Um, Paper, I guess, it comes from trees. It makes me feel like it's oxygen for some reason. So I write it on paper and I typically carry those things in my purse. Um, Not just in my heart, but in, in, in something that I'm carrying with me every day. Because periodically I have to pull out a notebook of mine. And, um, and remind myself of some things. And so write the vision of what your intentionality is about your life. And to write um, the story that you want to be told in this, in this chapter of your life. When we're in 2020, this is a new chapter, you know, um, another decade or whatever else. What do you want this chapter to say that it didn't say last year? You know, and you got to be intentional about that because, you know, a lot of times, again, when I said in February, you know, people tend to fall back and we go back to the vomit that we said we don't like that made us sick. Yet we go right back to it. And that don't make sense. So um, I was thinking again, you know, about how we must shift our thinking. And I would implore anybody to get the book by Joyce Myers, The Battlefield of the Mind, because the mind can be a battlefield. And, you know, those bombs or those minds that they put to blow up fields, um, bearing the minds of people when you don't think right. And so, um, I implore you to make sure that you're getting things that you can, um, internalize, um, to keep the chemicals in your brain, um, in a healthy state so you can move correctly in the earth and you can make good decisions for yourself. And you have to be intentional about that. You got to be intentional about the things that you're putting in your soul. And so you can make good decisions for yourself and you won't have to, um, delay some things because, um, you won't make that investment yourself. Another thing is um, shift what you're saying to yourself. What are you speaking to yourself? Are you always negative? Are you always, you have this negative connotation about yourself? Well, then how do you expect for people to speak life to you? Because when they're speaking positivity to you and you have a negativeness about yourself, then that positive, um, you're not going to receive it, you know? And so then you cannot um, grow, you know, in a, in a healthy way. And then watching your behaviors, shift your behaviors. You know, some of our behaviors are just downright bogus, you know, and because we do it, we think it's okay. But if God looked at us, would he be okay with what you're doing? And then is it compliant to what you're asking him? Because, you know, the thing is, we ask God for things, but our capacity um, doesn't say that we that we're ready for them right now. And if we're not willing to change how we behave and how we conduct ourselves, then how do you ask God to bring new things that's positive to a negative uh, movement? So I would just say just check your behaviors and, um, and the energy that fuses. Also, um, get back to dreaming. You know, the, the Bible says, it talks about your latter days should be great. And sometimes we think because we got older, like I'm in my late 40s or mid 40s, what have you. And we'll think, well, you know, I can't do this anymore. I mean, I can't. That, that time has passed. That's not true because I still have time to prepare for my latter days to be great. So I'm kind of co-signing with God to make sure that my latter days are great because I can't do it without him. And I have to be a participant in what I'm asking him to do. And I don't think that people really see that fully. We just want to pray and say, God is going to take it away. But no, you got work to do too in your own um, well-being. And so we can't ask people to help us and we won't even help our own selves. So just make sure that you're um, being intentional about dreaming and And what would you like for yourself now? And how are you going to be intentional about putting yourself on that track to get it? And be willing to do what it takes to get it. 
and then just shedding uh, what you don't want in your life um, so you can have room again for what you need and um, shedding some things in your life like sometimes you know we think we got to shed weight and weight doesn't always have to be a physical weight it could be our surroundings it could be the things that we're allowing in our life that weigh us down and we don't even know that we're heavy all the time and we don't even know where we're coming from because we think and it's normal because when you're dysfunctional sometimes in different areas of your life when you're dysfunctional when functionality comes to you you've been in so much dysfunction that you think functionality don't feel right so you end up self-sabotaging that so just be mindful of shedding some things that um that does not compliment you and compliment what you're trying to do and what you're trying to be on the inside and that takes time and you really need to start thinking about that who do you want to be what is your code and so i'm challenging everybody um today and moving forward and my challenge is to stop doing some things leave behind certain some some things that um does not help you press toward the mark that you're deciding that you want to be at that's not helping you get to your destiny and so one thing i say is stop doing stuff you hate just to please other people no is a complete sentence and people are quick to tell you no and sometimes it's not that we intentionally doing that and we just really trying to please people is this i'm gonna say for me again i'm using me example i like for people to be straight around me so what that means is that um whatever it takes for me to contribute to that i'm gonna do it you know i'm gonna do it um with 100 percent of me but at the same time i have done things that compromise myself and that's not cool either so you got to make sure you're vetting out and making sure your why is right and it's not to say that my why wasn't right but a lot of times that's learned behavior i learned as a child to make sure everybody else okay at my expense then i grew up being an adult like that but that's the blessing of god that i unlearn and relearn so um no is a complete sentence and it's an anointing in the word no second one i want to talk about is stop being the go-to person for people you can't go to stop being the go-to person for people that you can't even go to that doesn't make any sense you know the thing is relationships are reciprocal and a lot of times when we're not going to give the same thing but we're both giving and that's when the burden come in when it becomes one-sided so you can always come to me but i can't come to you you're limited you're only going to ration out crumbs or whatever according to your convenience that's not a true relationship and I want to make sure that I'm in covenant and relationship with people that genuinely have me and I have them as well. And so our relationship is reciprocal. And then number three, stop um, shrinking back to make um, other people feel strong and, and, and at your expense. So say, for instance, if I am happy about something that I was blessed by, or whatever you know typically as a people we are not say nothing because we don't want to hurt people's feelings and it's a difference between being boisterous and and just being excited about something that's happening for you or whatever without rubbing into somebody's face or thinking you better than them you should be able to share your joys with people and i know that sometimes you can't do that but stop shrinking one of my commandments for my life now is thou should not shrink and i'm going to get that patent because um we do shrink sometimes just to make sure that everybody else is okay and again um then we're not okay and i shouldn't have to shrink where i am as a person um because somebody else might not be where they need to be as a person this is when you got to be intentional it should make you feel like let me get what they got to get on that road of motivation so i can get where i need to be for my own personal um journey 
And then another one is number four is um, just letting people, stop letting people mistreat you because you love them. People don't have the right to treat you any kind of way because you love them. And I think we we get that all messed up. We want we we love people, so we will we will just um um let them vomit on us or um let them mistreat us and 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 be disloyal to us, and we'll keep allowing them. So basically, inadvertently, we we teaching people how to treat us, and it's so sad that you know you got people that you can be loyal to or you can um you can give them um a certain um um courtesy or whatever else but they can't give you the same thing um and that's just not cool so i would just tell you to stop um letting people mistreat you even if you love them you still should have boundaries and that's where that cold thing comes from for yourself have those boundaries because as soon as you start putting up those boundaries, people are going to have a problem with you when you have not had any boundaries. They want, they, they don't, they're not used to that. So they're going to want you, um, they're going to think it's a problem. So, and that's their problem, but you got to have that code. You got to, you got to live by your code and be intentional by that, um, every day. And then another, another, another thing is, um, stop caring what people think of you. So, you know, a lot of times we care about what people think of us that don't, that makes little or no investment in our life. I'm a firm believer in this because sometimes we can get in groups with people and what somebody else is to them, that don't mean they've been that to me. And sometimes people will hold you to make you feel like you got to treat them um, according, treat somebody um, according to what they've been to somebody else. But that's not been my narrative with you. And so stop allowing people um thoughts about you to, to magnify everything, you know, um, you know, you do supposed to care about what people think, but the people that you know, that genuinely are stable in your life, um, they're not up and down, you know, um, I, I, case in point, you know, a lady told me that she had shared some things with someone. And once they found out, um, some of her deepest and darkest secrets, they don't even realize they use it against her because they start treating her differently because they know that. And that's not cool because that doesn't make who she is. That's just a part of her journey. And she thought that she could share that with them and, and confidence and they had the capacity to hold it, but they didn't, you know what I mean? And sometimes, um, we can get so caught up in caring how they, they, they changed on us that we forget about our own selves. So we start shrinking and, and, and compromising and doing cartwheels for people that really genuinely don't have um, the capacity. That, that's why it's important not that, that you don't share everything with different people. And when you know that you can't, you need to fall back because, you know, you can't blame people for their capacity when you knew what their capacity was from Jump Street. So it is people out here you should care about what they think. And those are the people that make the true investment in you. Um, another thing is stop dwelling on the past. Make peace with it. You know, sometimes the residue of the past will be the narrative of how people look at things and they'll start inadvertently bleeding on other people based on what something somebody else did to them. And that has nothing to do with the new people in your life. And you um, do yourself a disservice because you miss your blessing because you're so wounded that now you have governed everybody and everything around you as being the offender in your life and you don't even know you're doing it because it's subtle and it doesn't happen the same way that you that it was delivered to you but you change who you are because of what happened to you instead of being healed we'll put band-aids on things with the open wound and when the band-aid comes off the wound start oozing and we don't even realize it until it's too late and we will cause some of the blessings that God wants us to have um 
to be either on standstill or we don't reach them. And so um, stop dwelling on the past and make peace with the future because you cannot change what happened in the past. But you can change how the past affects you. And that has to be you being intentional about what are you allowing to rest in your heart, your mind, and your soul. And then doing the work to make sure that that doesn't lay camp in, a, in, your, in, in your heart, mind, and soul so you can walk effectively and strong in the earth with your backup and with your head up and um, feeling proud of who you are. And that is only a piece of where you were. That's the great thing about our book and our life. Books have cliffhangers. They have ups and downs. They have boring parts. They have all these things. But you still have pages as long as you're living. And you have to pin to your life. And it is your responsibility being intentional about your storyline. So another thing, too, is um, you teach people how to treat you. And that is your responsibility too because if you do not treat yourself well then people think that they don't have to treat you well as well because you kind of told them that you know if I don't care about how I do myself and that means even the things you do in secret or the things you would think other people don't know that's what I'm talking about that cold thing the cold in your life your character you should be that same person and stable in the light or in the dark God see everything that we God sees everything that we're doing and the thing is is that just because your friends and stuff don't see it and we're so superficial because if, per- if a person looks like they saved or if a person looks like they're about something then we go along with that not knowing that behind that layer of a mask is as a as a bomb waiting to blow up and oftentimes after we see it, then we're like, oh my God, I didn't know that. Because we're so superficial, we attach ourselves to the exterior. But if you start looking closely, when we see a brand new house that's painted, when we start looking at it from a, a, um, um, afar, and it's been sitting up for a while or what have you, the, the paint looks beautiful from away, but when you start getting closer, we can start seeing this chipping. And that's how people are because we don't vet people out. People start, they look like they resonate with something that we need in our life, but they don't have any substance or it's really little or it's superficial. So you, you got to start vetting out what, what the, the people that you want in your life or in your role. Um, because a lot of times people get upset and they feel defeated because people weren't who they thought they were. And we take the blame off ourselves. But if you had vetted that situation or that person out, you would have seen what their capacity was and you wouldn't be asking for more that you already know they could not give. But we never put the responsibility back on us. That is our responsibility to, um, to make sure that we're uh, mindful of how we're treating ourselves and how we, uh, and, and therefore people will know that certain things that we're not going for and they will treat us according to that with that respect. So, also, uh, stop trying to fix people and things you didn't break. We are notorious for that. I was notorious for that because when you got a call on your life to build people, all of, all of a sudden you just think, oh my God, that's supposed to fix everything until you start getting more mature in it. And God's still helping you balance things out. And now I know I do not come into anybody's life but by invitation. And so the thing is, is that um, I didn't. I didn't break or if I didn't break something, it's not my responsibility to fix it. I can be a tool in that journey, but ultimately it has to be that person in God. And you have to know that um, you have to open yourself up for even God to come in and do his perfect work. And then you have to open yourself up for God 
to allow people that he has put in your path to help you through some things. But you first need to acknowledge that you have some areas in your life that need to be mended and, and, and be open to whatever God brings to help you along the way. But a lot of times we want to uh, repair ourselves in a way that's, um, that's, that doesn't sting or is comfortable for us. And sometimes um, when you're doing your greatest work, it's not always comfortable, especially when you're rebuilding. So stop trying to fix people and things you didn't break. I didn't break it. I'm not going to take ownership of it. I understand about expirations. And sometimes when you take stuff or eat things past their expiration date, you'll get sick because it gets spoiled. And I do know that I'm not a superhero. And some people I might take for the whole duration. And then some people I might take but so far. And I'm okay with relinquishing the reins off of that because people don't belong to me. But I belong to myself and it's my duty to make sure that I, I, I see those things and I'm aware of them and I'm paying attention and I'm being intentional about, about it. Also, stop being stuck. And what I mean by being stuck, we can go to work every day. We could be so successful in corporate America and we are stuck in places in our minds that people will not see because they're so superficial. We get so caught up in somebody's skill set that we don't vet them out enough to know that there's something going on. We all got to it. We all sort of mental health in some de- degree. But when those chemicals start really going off where you can't help yourself and you still in your right mind to see that that's happening, God put people, counselors, medication, and different things on this earth for a reason. And the thing is, some people do need to be medicated. Now, that's not the first place I go because I'm a holistic person but you just gotta know that you need help and you need to go and and, um, glean to the things that God put around you to help you so you can get to the space in life that you desire and stop looking through the window and go outside the house and sit on the porch we often look through the windows and watch everybody else playing and wish we can go outside too and we just don't know the door has been unlocked we just don't want to walk through it so I just wanted to share those little nuggets with you um, for the new year. I want us to be intentional about our life. I want us to be intentional about the things we need to fix and get better at. I want us to be intentional about the people that we have in the front row of our life and be okay with some seats being empty until God bless us and grace us with the right people to sit in those seats that have the capacity for where you are in this hour. That way we won't get stuck when people are not rising to the occasion because their capacity level wasn't where it should be. But because we desire these seats to be filled so much, we will put people in places they don't belong. And we want to just be in prayer about that. We want to be intentional about that. And we want to just believe God that he is going to supply all our needs, even the places when we need tangible human beings in our life. And we got to be patient as he does that. But first and foremost, we have to be intentional about every area of our life and stop letting parts slip because we're so busy doing something else that we're not balancing things out and making sure that we're paying attention to every area of our life so we can be truthfully successful. And success is not having money because it's people that have money that are not feeling good right now. So that's not it. Success is when you have conquered self. And conquering self is an ongoing battle and it's a daily activity and you have to be intentional about it. So, Happy New Year again. 
be blessed. I'm looking forward to 2020 and I'm looking forward to looking on my social media and seeing all the beautiful things that's happening in everybody's life. I love seeing people evolve. I love people seeing people wake up and, and find out what their purpose is. And a lot of times you already working on your purpose, but they find out that I am walking in my purpose and they're happy about it and they're being intentional about it. So check me out. Until next time, be blessed, happy new years, and remember, be intentional.